Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Todd Coconato Podcast, otherwise known as The Remnant. It is 11-24-2021. I want to welcome you to the broadcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We've got a lot of things to discuss with you, a lot of things to talk about. It's Thanksgiving weekend, and uh, let me just give you a little announcement here. We're not going to have a regular Sunday service at The Remnant, so I just want you guys to know I need very, very desperately to take a vacation with the family. Uh, we have not taken one in a very long time, and uh, we are in need of rest and family time and all that good stuff. And so because of that, uh, I will not be doing a service this Sunday, but there will be a message and I'm going to go ahead and post it on my all my social media accounts. And so you can still tune in. We're just not going to be uh, tuned in together. But remember, next Tuesday, that's right after Thanksgiving, we're having the Remnant Zoom call. And the Remnant Zoom call is going to have uh, at least 100, probably around, uh, of, of amazing Remnant warriors that go to the church, the Remnant. And uh, we get to see your face. And we get to hear from you. And we get to pray together and you know come together. And we're going to do this every month. We did it last month. We're going to do it this month. And we're going to do it in December. So if you're able to come to the Zoom call, would love to have you there and would love to see your face. So uh, you can go on to my social media, Facebook. Uh, it's at Real Todd Coconato. And uh, you can see right there the event uh, for Tuesday's Zoom call. But for this Sunday, we will have a message, but we will not have a regular uh, remnant service where it's live and streaming. Uh, it'll be more in a podcast form. Uh, because I'm going to pre-record it so I can go enjoy some time with the family. I hope you understand that. I hope that's okay with you. Uh, but anyway, I really appreciate you guys. This has been a monumental week. I was down in Tampa, Florida at the river at Tampa Bay and uh, just had an amazing time with Pastor Rodney Howard Brown and uh, the pastors at the river and the Lord met us in power and it was just an amazing, amazing time. And so thank you to everybody that tuned in to that service and um, just thank you for all your prayers, and uh, we just had a great time on Monday after the Sunday service. I spoke to the River University and just, um, you know, several hundred young people and people of all ages, really, and just amazing people that God is commissioning to go out and make disciples and to be about the Great Commission and really to be end-time remnant warriors, and so that's always encouraging to me. Any church that I see that's raising up a, a new generation of people of God that are going to go out and fulfill the gospel, and fulfill the Great Commission. That's what's up, if you know what I mean, because there's a lot of churches that are not making disciples, that are not uh, doing anything along those lines. They're not raising up people, and so when they when I see people raising up, uh, you know, a new generation, I just think, thank you, Jesus, and so Pastor Rodney Howard Brown and Donica Howard Brown are doing that, and I just want to honor them, and thank you again for having me down there. So, so there's been a lot that's happened in the last couple of days. Uh, obviously, we had the whole Kyle Rittenhouse situation, which I, I figured that the riots would not be like they were during the Trump era. And the reason why is because we have a cabal guy in, in the White House right now, you know, or wherever he hangs out. <laughs> but, you know, uh, he's not he's not somebody that's bucking the system. He's not somebody that's pushing against the Great Reset. He's not somebody that's, uh, you know, turning the deep state upside down. And draining the swamp. So, um, yeah, you know, they're going to they're going to try to make him and uh, this administration look as good as possible in the mainstream corporate media that's owned by uh, six corporations, 90 percent. Uh, and I think it's I think it's more than that. Personally, I think they're, uh, you know, total total propaganda. And so, um, you know, they're not going to make him look bad and they're also not going to pay. See, people have a hard time believing this stuff. They say it's conspiracy, conspiracy you know, that people were paid to protest, but we do investigations. We do investigations. And so we've actually talked to people that have been paid that, have, you know, we watched interviews of people that say, yes, I've been paid. And we've also seen the ads where people were being recruited to be paid to be agent provocateurs. And we know that there's professional agent provocateurs that they were putting into like, you know, Charlottesville and all those different things. You know, I was on the ground, folks. I mean, I was on the ground in D.C. during the inauguration of Donald Trump. I was there at the gala. You know, I was I was there and I was in, you know, I, I, I call it like the green zone. Remember the Iraq green zone? That's what it's like when they when they fortify D.C. They literally put these massive like walls up or, you know, where you can't even get into certain parts of the city. It's entirely walled off by these like temporary gates and walls. It's amazing how they do it. And so during the inauguration of Donald Trump, there was like a green zone area where you had to go through security and you couldn't even get into the area, you know, unless you walk through like an airport style security. And that's what we walked through to get in there. 
and I had my tickets, and so they let me in. Uh, but once you're in there, you know, it was much safer. But the outside area, and this is back in 20, I think it was 2016, I guess. Uh, you know, the outside area, there was there was chaos and there were people that were looting and, and rioting and burning things. And, you know, one of my friends had like his limo burned. Uh, you would know who he is. Uh, you know, there, there's pretty big people that were getting attacked. And you know, anyway, it was just a crazy situation. And so it's interesting that, you know, no one cared about that. It seems in the mainstream corporate media, the FBI didn't do any investigations about people that were burning and looting, just like they didn't do it for all the cities around the country. Remember Chop and Chaz or whatever you want to call it? You know, whatever happened to those people? How come there's not some big, I mean, why wouldn't there be a massive investigation in the FBI about the people that did that? That literally took an American city and, and cordoned off a section of the city where they claimed that it was their territory. You know, like it was like a sovereign area. And, and I mean, think about the criminality and what happened there. And that that's actually something that happened. Can you imagine that? And that happened in so many cities around the country. And yet, where's the FBI investigation? But they find the time to go after moms, you know, mama bears and papa bears that are at school meetings that are concerned about their kids having to wear masks and basically be traumatized. And think about the memories in the long term that this psychologically, you know, the impact uh, on this, you know, their children as they grow older. And that was the era that they were they were brought into the school system. And, and by the way, while they're being socially distanced and wearing masks and being traumatized and, and treated like just insane, uh, they're also being taught, you know, borderline pornography, critical race theory and all these insane Marxist curriculums that uh, unfortunately the school systems are pushing to propagandize our young people and tell them how bad America is. And, you know, just total brainwashing. And it's, it's so, so sad. And President Trump was trying to counter that. Uh, but it's very sad. But people are stepping up and parents are stepping up and people are understanding how important it is for us to be involved in the local level. And so the thing with Kyle Rittenhouse, I mean, I think it was a win. It, it really just, you know, it was justice uh, because the young man was defending property and doing you know what he could. And I just can't even imagine what that young man's had to walk through. And, you know, he's still, I'm sure, getting death threats and all different types of things. So pray for him. Uh, I did see that President Trump met with him, and that's a blessing. I'm very glad that he did that. Uh, but I, I don't see, you know, personally, and I prayed about this, and I looked at the evidence. I looked at the videos. I've done my due diligence. It's not something I'm just speaking off the cuff. I mean, I really did really research the whole situation. I watched a lot of the trial. And uh, it's it's very sad that uh, the president, I you know, I guess he's, a, you know, they call him the president, Joe Biden, you know, uh, I, I don't I still don't refer to him as President Biden because I just think what he's done is just so incredibly egregious and, and, and criminal. Uh, but, you know, nevertheless, um, what he said uh, or, or his handlers said, because he probably didn't say it, somebody, you know, pulling the puppet strings said about him, about Kyle Rittenhouse. I mean, he basically and, and throughout the campaign, even before he was, quote, unquote, president. Um, he, you know, he was calling him a white supremacist and I'm just tired of this. Listen, this, this divisiveness and this, this stuff that the left is trying to push on us, it's all part of a plan. Uh, if you have a, a smart device in your hand or you're at your computer, uh, I would, I would encourage you to do something just, just, you know, I don't really like using Google, but maybe in this, in this sense, we do use Google, but just, just put in Biden's bus, Joe Biden's bus. And, uh, and, and, and just look at the picture. So they're going to put the Biden bus, and you're going to see an image. It's going to say Biden-Harris. And then look at the side of the bus. It says, Battle for the Soul of the Nation. I kid you not. Right on the side of the bus, Battle for the Soul of the Nation. They put it right there in our face. You got to check this out because I know, I know I'm telling you, you're going you're gonna to trip out when you see this. I actually did when I saw it. Just Google or DuckDuckGo, put Biden-Harris bus or Biden bus, and, and you're going to see this bus that's like red and blue, and it says Biden-Harris on it. And then look at what it says on the right side. It says, battle for the soul of the nation. Ladies and gentlemen, if, if people don't think that we're battling for the soul of this nation, that's what this period is right now. And you know what the answer is? You know, people say trust the plan or whatever. You know who the plan is? You. You're the plan. We're the plan. Uh, we we need to take action. We need to get involved at the local level. We need to do exactly what these mama bears and papa bears are doing, what they just did in Virginia, where they got out there and they occupied and they let their voice be heard and they pushed back against the tyranny. And so, you know, I, I, I firmly believe that there's a lot of people that are alive today that are in the church that would have probably said to David, 
to pray for Goliath. I'm not even joking you. They would have just said, pray for Goliath. We need to pray for Goliath. No, there's a time for action. And this is that time because we could very well lose this country if we don't stand up. And, and you know, I know I say that a lot, but it's like, what does that look like? There's so many different facets of it. There's so many different things that we can be doing, but we've got to be doing something. So I'm going to read to you the statement from the Religious Liberty Coalition, which I'm the president of. This is the year-end 2020 statement, and I think it's important that we're going to discuss some of it. But I said this. I said, despite some significant challenges in our world, we do have much to be thankful for, and we do. Uh, the last two years have been nothing uh, like what we would have expected. They've been like nothing we've seen before. Uh, who would have thought that in the United States we would be seeing pastors being arrested? Well, who was arrested? You say, well, there's you know, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. I was just at his church. He was arrested for having church. Uh, you know, people being censored, pastors being censored, targeted, targeted by our government, demonized by the mainstream corporate media. Well, I've had that happen personally. That churches would be fined. Yep, several of them, many of them. Um, shut down by local officials and told that they need to adhere to, you know, draconian mandates, uh, unconstitutional ordinances from these local tyrants, uh, that schools would be pushing curriculums that teach, teach uh, racist and mar- Marxist philosophies like CRT, uh, gender fluidity, gender fluidity. What a joke. What a joke. They say, trust the science out of one side of their mouth. And then on the other side of their mouth, they say uh, there's like, what, 36 genders or something like that. Every, every day it gets more. I can't keep up, you know, but, but gender fluidity. No, no gender fluidity, no gender fluidity and uh, borderline pornographic textbooks and lesson plans. Some of the teachers send me stuff and it's just like, what in the world? Absolutely disgusting, despicable. And they're trying to propagate and teach our kids these things uh, or the, or the children and the adults uh, would be required to take the vaccine and to wear masks and social distance by their schools and their employers and that millions of jobs would be in jeopardy if they don't. This is sick. How is this stuff happening? And yet these things have happened and are still happening. And if we don't push back, it's, it's probably going to get worse. Let's just be honest. They're seeing how far we're going to allow this to go. And that's why the mama bears and the papa bears and those that are standing up, it's so important because uh, that's pushing back. And that's why they're trying to designate you a terrorist. How are you a terrorist if you're going in there peacefully, peacefully sharing you know, what the, the rights that you have as an individual, uh, the inalienable rights of life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness that were given us by God, not by government. They're given us to, by God. So uh, anyways, we, we knew that our religious rights and freedoms were going to be under attack. And that's why the Religious Liberty Coalition was formed. And the main mission of the RLC, which is the Religious Liberty Coalition, is to stand up and to push back against tyranny from a constitutional standpoint, we're proud to say we've done just that. Now, let me tell you, this last year, actually last two years, and the reason why I kind of probably sound a little bit nasal, because I'm tired, because I'm constantly working. I'm not saying that to brag, uh, but we work long hours and we talk to pastors and leaders and uh, people from all over the country, uh, precious Christians, precious people of God that have come under attack from a religious liberty standpoint and I'm just so thankful that uh, we have been able to do this, that God has made a way where it seemed like there was no way. And uh, we've done that. This last year, we've been successful in many, many different places. Uh, we've helped protect Christian leaders and pastors' rights so that they can obey and be about the Great Commission, which is to go and make disciples. Uh, we do this by giving them protection in numbers against attacks on their religious liberties and freedoms while educating them in the process at the same time. Let me just go over a couple of things that are part of our mission. Mobilize and train people of faith about religious liberties and freedoms. Uh, speak out in the public square, public arena, and uh, in the media on behalf of Christian values and principles. Uh, influence legislation and enact uh, sound public policy at every level of government focusing on religious liberty and freedoms. Train citizens, churches, and organizations for effective civic action. Protect and defend our members against the bigotry and discrimination of the deep state, of those that are coming after our rights and our freedoms and want to take them away. And we've had some powerful victories this year. Our coalition has grown substantially. Uh, we've seen victories in the courts. People are waking up in the droves, and we are seeking, uh, seeing measurable results. God is with us. We are thankful for what we've been able to accomplish through his strength and favor, but there's so much more work to be done. 2022 is fast approaching 
And uh, it's going to take a lot of effort. We, we have a massive effort ahead of us. Now, it's crazy because it seems like we just came out of 2020 and we've been going nonstop and it really hasn't stopped. But, the, you know, that's why, because we have such a battle and I believe we've already won in the supernatural and people are waking up and we're, we're, we're seeing the, the beginning stages of a, gra- a great mass awakening. And I'm so thankful for what God is doing. I believe he's moving. And so we're so, so thankful for what he's doing, but we also know that we need to be actionable because faith without works is dead. And so thank you for partnering with us, each and every one of you that partnered. That's just one aspect of TCM Ministries, Todd Coconut Ministries. Um, You know, but we're doing many different things. And so thank you for your support. Thank you for your help. And if you'd like more information, you can email me, Todd.Coconato, Todd.Coconato at rlcus.org. And I believe together we can make a huge impact and take back this nation because no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And in God we trust. Hallelujah. I wanted to read that to you. Uh, that's kind of one aspect of the trifecta. We've got remnant.news, toddcoconato.com, and the Religious Liberty Coalition. And we are all very, very busy fighting, standing, pushing back. That's why the Lord continues to expand the territory. You are the fuel. We are literally listener supported, and you are the fuel that allows us to do these things. I want to talk about something out in California. I'm going to read another article here. California retail stores are being looted and ransacked. Uh, people are saying, why pay for it when you can just walk out with it? This is uh, actually how many people are starting to think about their favorite stores and, uh, you know, in the majority Democrat-run California. Because California and the Marxist leftists that run the state have created an environment out there uh, where lawlessness is now coming, you know, back to bite them. It's biting the citizens. It's biting the small business owners and even the large companies and corporations that are doing business out there. Everybody's kind of seeing what's going on. It's by, it's getting them in a major way, you know, because they're stealing uh, this merchandise. And it, it's at the point now where, you know, I'm hearing calls from Democrats that are getting tired of what's happening. Uh, and as they observe, you know, the major spike in crime, they don't feel safe in their communities. Uh, you know, we're seeing the impact of inflation everywhere, not just in California. Uh, high gas prices, high taxes. And uh, this is all making an impact on their wallets. And so many people are waking up, but many people still don't get it. It's unbelievable, but it's true. Uh, from Beverly Hills to the Bay Area, stores are being looted and ransacked regularly and more increasingly. And, um, you know, what people, what do they really expect when the police have been defunded and lawlessness has been promoted by career politicians like Nancy Pelosi and Maxine Waters and, you know, uh, Shifty Schiff. And, uh, and so these people, they just seem to be about, you know, Gavin Newsom enriching themselves, following the orders of the cabal. Um, you know, and, and appeasing special interest groups. And, and let's just be honest, China, you know, we're seeing the same thing in many of the other blue cities and states around the country as well, not just California. Um, many stores and retail chains are being ransacked. And, and this is happening regularly. You know, it was happening during, you know, certain riots or certain things that they were trying to say, well, that's the reason. Well, now it's just happening on a regular basis. There's no reason. There's no rhyme or reason other than it's just lawlessness. And the employees of these retail chains and these stores are fearful. They're fearful for their lives. They're fearful for their safety. And they're feeling increasingly, uh, you know, uh, open to these nightmarish scenarios. Um, you know, basically just um, vulnerable, in other words. Because these large mobs are ransacking the stores. They're stealing the merchandise. And while they do that, sometimes they make violent threats. And they're doing it in broad daylight, no less. Um, so is this is this what you voted for? Is this is this our future? Uh, the Biden administration has managed to do more damage to this country in one year than many thought was even imaginable. You know, and, and we went from being energy independent to having this energy crisis. Well, yeah, because he's, he's shutting down the pipelines. You know, he's not allowing us to expand fracking and different things that we can do to be more energy independent. Uh, you know, Trump was making it very friendly in that way. And we became 100 percent energy independent, which was amazing. It was such a big accomplishment. Now we're, you know, we're literally tapping the petroleum reserves. But here's my biggest concern, okay? My biggest concern, and those things are all very egregious, is our vulnerability on the world stage, okay? I I read the articles out of Australia. I read the articles out of China. I read the articles, uh, you know, around the world because I don't want to just read the American media. I read, uh, you know, many, many different outlets all around the world. And I do that 
because I want to have uh, more of an understanding of what other countries are saying. And I know that they have the same thing where a lot of their media is also propaganda. But, you know, it, it's just important for us to get a balanced understanding, especially if I'm going to be doing a show like this. And so countries like China and Russia, they're watching all this. They're watching it closely. And we know they're assessing the situation from a strategic standpoint. China, I was, I was watching a, um, a 60 Minutes report out of uh, Australia. You, wouldn't, you won't see this reporting here, but they were showing they believe China has the number one military in the world. And I said, wow, that's interesting because I have not heard that here in America. Uh, but they're looking and they're saying China is, is, has now eclipsed the United States. And their economy, the same. They're, you know, they're now the number one economy. Well, we knew that was going to happen. And under the Biden administration, it's happened now. And it's going to happen more. And so they're building, 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 strengthening their military, preparing for at least a regional conflict where they would probably invade Taiwan. Uh, they're definitely um, alluding to that and, and, and getting more hostile in their actions and their military movements. And so, um, you know, they're, they're looking to assess the situation. They're looking for opportunities to take advantage of our weaknesses. And Joe Biden is probably the weakest president we've had, uh, not to mention the risks to the U.S. dollar and uh, our global reserve status, which there's major cracks in the ceiling now. And we could very much see uh, us lose the dollar hegemony, uh, you know, and, and, and just, you know, 30 percent of our intrinsic value. I mean, you're talking about inflation. Imagine 30 percent inflation. That's what we're thinking, uh, you know, if we lose the, the global reserve status. Um, so we can't be stuck in the normalcy bias. We need to take action now at the local level. We need to get involved. We cannot sit this one out. Our country's at stake. Our freedoms are at stake. Uh, our rights are at stake. Everything we know and love is at stake. We must continue to make our voice heard and push back against the encroachment of Marxism in all, all elements of our society. Um, you know, and again, it was the mama bears and the papa bears that won Virginia. Uh, we need to take the same strategy nationwide while still making sure to push uh, for and sound the alarm regarding real election integrity changes. You know, in other words, changes to the voting system where we can have more accountability, uh, more transparency. And by the way, voter ID. We need voter ID and we need to you know, sign up to be poll workers and solidify our efforts on multiple fronts to push back against anything and everything that's unconstitutional or that infringes on our rights and our freedoms. Lawlessness is of the devil, friends. And we are a nation of laws. The people must demand the Constitution is protected and withheld, not only for us, but for future generations. If you got kids and grandkids. This is for them. That's why we're doing this. Everything is at stake, but we can win. And we believe that this nation is meant to be one nation under God. It's a nation of unalienable rights, of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, as I mentioned. And those are God-given. And so it's time for us to get involved, all of us. It's time for us to stand. And we've been sounding that alarm over and over and over again. So hopefully, people are starting to hear it. Again, hopefully. We'll have to see. So, listen, I got to go to a commercial break. I'll be right back. This is the Todd Coconato Show. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition. We're going to stand. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Pastor Todd here. And I just want to thank you so much for being a supporter and a prayer warrior over this ministry. We have been taking back the territory for the kingdom of God. And we have seen a year of victory. Uh, and this Thanksgiving, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for your support. I know sometimes I'm not good at writing a letter to everybody. We've been doing so many different things, but I want to speak from the bottom of my heart. Just say thank you. Uh, what you do to help support this ministry is critical, crucial, and important. And we are making a difference. Many people, when I go around the country, they say, Pastor Todd, what can I do? What can I do? Well, what you're doing in supporting this ministry and going to toddcoconado.com slash give, toddcoconado.com slash give, you are making a difference. You are allowing us to beef up our forces, uh, to take an offensive, to be on the offense, not just on the defense, but take back the territory for the kingdom of God, to stand for religious liberty and freedoms, to stand for biblical values and Christianity, and really the, 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 you know, what the founders of this great nation intended. And so we want to defend it for not only this generation, but for the next generation, for generations to come. And we are at that very, very critical moment in our history. It's a, it's a crossroads. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for standing with this ministry. Thank you for those that are able to support. And uh, we really need monthly supporters because, again, we need to expand. Uh, we need to take the offensive. Uh, that's what the Word of God says is, is stand. You know, stand your ground, stand. And, and, you know, God is fighting our battle. He's going before us like in Second Chronicles 20. But we have to take our position. And that's what we're doing. God bless you. 
everybody, Pastor Todd here. So Mike Lindell, MyPillow.com, Mike Lindell at MyPillow.com has given this show a promo code. The promo code is REMNANT. It's R-M-N-T or the word REMNANT. You can use either one, R-M-N-T or you can use the word REMNANT. Uh, But by doing that, putting that promo code in, what happens is he gives us 50%, 50%. So if you order from MyPillow.com, you know, this program gets 50% and it helps us in the program. It helps us in the war that we're in. And it also helps Mike Lindell, which by the way, he's doing an amazing broadcast uh, for Thanksgiving. I think he's going like, you know, three or four days straight. And you can tune into that at frankspeech.com, frankspeech.com. Or I think it's on lindelltv.com also. But here's the deal. Help us, help Mike Lindell. We're fighting for this country. You can go to MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com. Use the promo code REMNANT, promo code REMNANT, and you will get up to 66% off of your order. Thank you. God bless you. And we appreciate everything you do. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Todd Coconato Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to the second part of the show today. You know, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. There's so many different things going on. Um, You know, it's like... It's almost, it could be overwhelming. I just have to pick and choose my battles, you know. It could be overwhelming. But I know a lot of you are going through things, and I read your emails, and many of you are losing, you know, loved ones uh, with this horrible, horrible nightmare situation with this this COVID. And it's not it's not that the COVID is, is untreatable, because we know it's treatable. Ivermectin, budesonine, hydroxychloroquine. Uh, many doctors, like Dr. Zelenko, have come out. And by the way, you can um, put in DuckDuckGo Zelenko protocol. It's Z-E-N-L-E-N-K-O, I think, protocol. And I don't get anything out of telling you that, but I'm just telling you it's a great protocol uh, to keep you. You know, why doesn't anybody talk about building the immune system? And it's crazy. You know, it's like with the mama bears and the papa bears that go to these school board meetings and they call them terrorists, you know. Um, and what we got to do is we, we got to hold these people to the fire. We got to hold their feet to the fire, um, the, you know, because we, we got to expose like like, for instance, you know, what happened in January 6th. You know, there's a couple of docufilms that are coming out now and they're going to expose this thing about what really happened. And we've been reporting it since day one, you know, and, and then they started, you know, fact checking and taking down posts and taking down people's social media that tell the truth. Well, it's the same thing with covid. You know, we can't talk about budesonine, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. Why? Why can't we talk about it? There's countries that are using this and they're seeing tremendous results. They're not having any problems. Like we're, I mean, they're having some problems, but it's nothing like what we're dealing with in some of these Western countries like the United States and others. I mean, look at Australia, look at Austria. What in the world is wrong with these? These are like cabal controlled. I mean, they took away their guns and then now look what's happening. In Australia, I mean, it's unbelievable, unbelievable where people are having to live like this. Can you imagine? Imagine if America was locked down now, you know, Joe Biden, I guess they're saying they're not going to lock back down, but I think that, you know, they're going to try everything they can. You know, they, they signal, oh, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. And then it's like a month or two goes by and then they do exactly what they said they weren't going to do. So I don't trust them. I'm sure you probably don't trust them. Uh, they if you listen to some of the things that some of these guys say, it's just a complete lie, you know? It's like, you know, I mean, Joe Biden has said so many things that he's he's backpedaled on or he's completely lied about time and time again. Fauci, complete lies, complete, complete lies. Um, you know, and what's up with these guys like T.D. Jakes, by the way? I mean, T.D. Jakes has just gone off the... I used to like T.D. Jakes. In fact, I even interviewed T.D. Jakes on my show before. But, you know, T.D. Jakes, my gosh, what in the world? You know, he's pushing the vaccine, he's... He's saying things that are borderline racist, you know, in his response to Kyle Rittenhouse, just unbelievable, um, you know, kind of stirring the pot. And then we found out that, that you know, he actually took money during the Obama administration uh, to be part of this weird government program. So it, it, it almost seems like he's now enacting what he was paid for. So, hmm, you know, and people say, well, if you break that story, that's a huge story. It's out there if you really want to find it. Okay, I just I can't be the one that breaks every story. You know, we got to learn to be researchers. You know, when I was talking to Kurt Cameron and and I had him on the show, one of the things that Kurt said, which I I really enjoyed, is that he said he goes to the source document. He doesn't trust the corporate media. He goes to the source document. And that's what we do. We go to the we go to the websites. We go to the source documents. 
We read what they're actually saying at the World Economic Forum. We listen to what these people say. Listen, I've been sharing a lot about my experience in Hollywood, you know, and about what I experienced there as a young actor and what I saw and that people can't tell me this stuff is conspiracy because I lived it. I lived it for at least, let's see, probably eight or nine years in my life, ladies and gentlemen, maybe more, maybe more where I lived that. I saw what was going on there. And so when they try to tell me that's a conspiracy, they say, what are you talking about? I lived. I was there. Just like when people try to say God's not real. No, you can't tell me that because I went into the presence of God when I was stabbed nine times. See, God's allowed me to, to live these experiences so that I can be a, a person that shares my testimony and, and shares what I've experienced. And I know many of you have had similar experiences where you've seen these things. You've walked through these things. I mean, I've had angelic visitations. That's no lie. That's no. That's not me just saying some nonsense like some of these people. Maybe they make something up or whatever. No, this is this is real. I've experienced this, and I know many of you have too because you write me and you show me and you tell me what you've experienced. And so we know God is real. Obviously, I mean that's the biggest thing the devil tried to do is convince us that he doesn't exist. Um, but the other part is is this whole thing, uh, you know, in Hollywood and the propaganda and. You know, all the different things that are now being exposed in this in this period of, of awakening where many, many people are coming out of their slumber and they're realizing these things are real, like the halftime shows at the Super Bowl and, you know, where we've been saying for years, like this stuff's demonic. It's demonic stuff, you know, and yet people, they don't believe it. And then it's like, you know, now all of a sudden some of these people that thought we were crazy, they're calling me up like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm starting to see what you've been talking about. I mean, they never admit that they were wrong or and that's fine. I mean, you know, God bless them. Some people do. Some people do. Uh, but for the most part, you know, some of these people used to criticize me, call me a, a crazy. You know, I, I mean, I remember their names. I remember who they are. And it's like, you know, I get the same person writing me like two years later. And it's like they just think I forgot or whatever. And I do. I mean, I just forgive them. God bless them. You know, like I tell people, I have an open door policy. You know, come over, you know, bless you. You know, glad you glad you're awake. Welcome to the remnant. You know, that's how we look at it. But the thing is, is that many people that were asleep and that thought, you know, bought into the propaganda and the lies of the fake news and the agenda and all that stuff are now waking up and are writing us. And when you first wake up, it's a little bit painful because you start realizing how evil it is and how sinister and how demonic because it's a battle of light versus darkness. It's never been, you know, some people think it's like Democrat, Republican, you know, no, it's not. I mean, that's, it's one of the ways that it's playing out in our society, but that's not the battle. The battle, as the Bible says, is against flesh and blood. So when somebody wakes up from a slumber and starts seeing the reality of the battle in Hollywood and government and not just in, I mean, sports, I mean, you name it, you know, in the movies, on Netflix. I mean, it's all over. They're pushing propaganda, propaganda. It's not just because see, people think, well, maybe it's just the news. No, it's, you know, you're watching stuff on HBO. You're watching stuff on Netflix. You're what? It's in there, too. You're watching ESPN. It's in there, too. You're watching the, uh, you know, the NFL. It's in there, too. You know, it's in the curriculum. It's everywhere because the battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against strongholds and principalities and the people that are over the target and the people that see it, you and I, that are awake, that some of our relatives say we're crazy and all this stuff and we, you know, we get beat down and we get discouraged. Don't, don't, don't. Because you understand you've been awakened for a time as this and God has shown you these things for a reason. And we need to be that voice in the wilderness screaming from the rooftops wherever Waking up more people, those that have ears to hear. And so with the COVID craziness, what do I see? I see people in hospitals that have been giving, rem, you know, they're giving them remdesivir and they're putting them on vents. And so precious, precious people of God on this program, on this broadcast that listen to this show are emailing me, telling me about their relatives. I am so sorry that you're having to go through this. Some people can't even visit their relative. It's unbelievable. And it should never be happening. And yet it is happening. And so we, de we need to continue to wake as many people up and push back as hard as we can. And we can't allow them. They're trying to push us into this great reset. And they have a very evil agenda here. And they, they, they signal it. They put it right out there. They show you what their next move is going to be. Because I really believe that's part of the demonic ritual. Is they show that, you know, they literally say this is what we're going to do, you know. And, and it's like people don't believe it because it's so, you know, overt. It's so in our face. That we're just like, oh, come on, they're not going to do that. And then it happens. 
And then, you know, the people that had their accounts taken down and were censored and called conspiracy theories and all this. And then people start saying, well, wait, actually, what they said was kind of true. You know, that's why podcasts like this have grown and they're trying to take them down because it's effective. And more and more people are listening because something inside you says, yes, what he's saying is true. What does Pastor Todd have to lose? And by the way, you know, people get mad. They say, oh, you know, and you got the commercials and you're trying to raise money and all that. Well, how is it that we're able to do this? It's the only way we could do it. I wish I was just independently wealthy, but, you know, the ministry and what we do requires finances in order to live. And some of you have been blessed financially, and the Lord has given you an anointing to be able to, you know, fund the kingdom, you know, to be people that undergird efforts like this. And so, you know, I I know that people have burned you. I know that people have abused I see it all the time. I talk to many of my friends about it. it. Drives me absolutely nuts. You know, we don't have fancy cars, fancy house, none of that stuff. I mean, we just want to be able to live and also to be able to do the things that we can do and be effective. And I, I'm encouraged because we are effective. And I'm encouraged. I mean, the reason why we're taking so much flack and, you know, listen, I talked to a pastor yesterday. I'm not going to share his name because I haven't asked him. Uh, but the thing is, is that he, he was attacked at his home just yesterday. He's an outspoken pastor. It's not Greg Locke, because I know a lot of you guys are going to think it's Greg Locke. It's not. But it's another uh, outspoken pastor. And he was attacked at his home, and he had to he had to actually shoot. At, you know, and it hit his wife's car. He had to shoot in the garage because somebody was trying to break in his house. Now, we don't know if they were trying to kill him or what. But I said to him, I said, this reminds me of the Bolsheviks. I mean, you know, if you talk to people that come out of that, you know, out of communism, you know, the former Soviet Union, and they'll tell you the next stage in this is going to be they're going to go after the people that speak. You know, this is real. This is real, real, real stuff. So we're in a real battle. This isn't like us just playing or, you know, me just doing a little podcast. I mean, everything is on the line. And you better believe there's times when I sit there and I think, is this worth it? Because I have a family and I have, you know, is it worth it? I mean, but it is worth it to me because I love our country and we want to make a difference. and, And we really believe this is the call that God's given us and he's with us. Uh, but this is this is real, and it and it, it's a real battle, you know. And and people ask me, well, where can I get ivermectin? Where can I get HCQ? I wish I could just supply you guys. I wish I could just you know send you to a website or something. But you know, you have to just ask around in your network, doctor shop, find doctors that are willing to to prescribe it. You, you, this is where you're going to have to be. Listen, my mom. You know, my brother was special needs. He wasn't born special needs. At three and three quarters years old, he got croup and pneumonia, and uh, he almost died. And my mom, you know, she was a young mom at the time, and she had to figure this out, like how to navigate through this. She was probably like in her early 30s or something like that at the time, but she had to research and find out how to navigate through that season, and she was relentless. I mean, I give her credit. She was relentless. She went to so many different doctors, asked so many different opinions, asked her friends, you know, they didn't have online back at the time, you know, there wasn't an internet, but I mean, she did everything that she could to research, to ask around and, you know, she found answers and, and I believe that's what saved my brother's life because he had oxygen loss of the brains and they had to, you know, they had to trach him. Um, But, you know, that's kind of where we need to be right now. Mama bears, papa bears that are out there that are listening to this broadcast is we've got to be researchers and people that if you have a relative right now that's struggling or suffering with COVID, you know, first of all, be building their natural immunity. We all should be building our natural immunity. I don't know why they don't talk about that publicly, but that's one of the key things is build your immunity. You know, I've been taking a lot of vitamins and things to help build my immune system because I go around the country and I shake hands and I hug people. People cry on me. You know, I just, I'm not going to worry about that. I'm not going to stop allowing people to cry on me. I'm, you know, look, that's what I do. I'm a pastor. And I love people and I care about you and I want to see your lives, you know, prospering and thriving. And so, but we've got to be able to find, you know, other like-minded people in our networks. And that's what God's doing. He's putting together this remnant underground railroad. And, you know, look, if you reach out to me, Todd.Coconado, Todd.Coconado at RLCUS.org, I will get back to you and I will try to help you if you have, you know, you hit a wall and you just, there's nothing you can do. You can't find it, you know, these things. I wish I was like an ivermectin supplier, you know, but I'm just, I'm not. Uh, But if you're able to get it somehow, and I found many people have been able to get it and find it. And these are the types of things to have, 
right now, you know, should, should this happen? But, you know, the other part about it is that half the things that they're calling COVID aren't really COVID. We know the PCR tests are, are greatly inflated uh, because of the way that they're calibrated. And, and we know that they're going to change very soon. And I think there's going to be uh, some significant differences and changes once they change the, the testing. Um, but, you know, a lot of the people that are, that are said to have COVID really don't have it. They might just have the flu uh, or other, you know, coronaviruses. And, um, you know, we can't let fear take root. Uh, but if it is somebody that's seriously suffering and, you know, you're 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 in the hospital, you're, hop, you're hospitalized. Once you're hospitalized, unless you have one of these doctors that's willing to prescribe some of these things that we mentioned, most of the time they're putting people on remdesivir and then they're putting people on vents. And I'm just telling you, you know, I get the text messages. I read the prayer wall. I, you know, what's happening is that people are telling me what's going on. And I just I hate to tell you, but a lot of these people are dying. And, and other people are dying from adverse reactions to the vaccines. And so it's like, look, I wouldn't be truthful for, with you if I didn't tell you these things. And, and you know, they try to ban you and all this stuff for, for talking about this stuff. But it's like, you know, what am I going to do? Lie to you? What am I not going to say something? So this is why we're up against these things. And the, and the, and the battle is so intense. And um, so, you know, anyway, listen, we got one more break. And then I'm going to come back and then... Uh, then I'm going to go to Thanksgiving holiday and enjoy some rest because I really need it. But this is the Todd Coconato Show, 11-24-2021. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Pastor Todd here, and I just want to thank you for tuning in to the Todd Coconato Show. You can go to our website, toddcoconato.com, toddcoconato.com. And we do a weekly Sunday service where the remnant gathers. We're also doing monthly Zoom calls. And we're, we're fostering an environment where the remnant can come together from around the world. This is a global community. And the remnant is gathering from around the world. Many people feel like, you know, I can't find a remnant church in my community. You know, there's no one else that believes the way that I do. There's no one, there's no one else that's awake like I am. Then all of a sudden you find out there's thousands, thousands of other remnant warriors that are around the world that are joining together. So we're not here for the money. We're not here for the fame. We're here because God has called us and this ministry is able to uh, uniquely organize this in a way that God has allowed us to do this so that we can uh, foster and, and develop these friendships and connections around the world. So I highly encourage you, if you can, to join our monthly Zoom call. And there's a way that you know we're, we're gonna continue to connect the remnant together so that you're not alone. There's prayer groups, there's different people uh, that are rising up for a time as this, that are coming together and that are standing with each other. And that's what we got to do. So you are the remnant. Thank you for tuning in. ToddCoconato.com. God bless. This is the Todd Coconato Show from the heart of Nashville, Tennessee, broadcasting live around the world. This is the show where the remnant comes together God is doing something special, something unique. We're taking back the territory of the kingdom of God. We're advancing, and we're going to continue to do that. We're not going to give up. We're not going to stop. So thank you for tuning into the broadcast. And uh, listen, uh, you know, have you been through warfare in your life? Have you been through some challenges lately? Um, I can tell you, so have we. I'm actually working on uh, my testimony, and I'm going to be writing that and, and, and having it online pretty soon so that you can read it, uh, hopefully, if you have a desire to. Um, and, and it's just interesting. I'm really doing this. I don't know if the Lord's doing this more for me or for what, but um, just, you know, it's amazing when you look back at your life and, you know, many of you understand it's like David, when he went to go fight Goliath, he had his lion and his bear experience before uh, fighting Goliath. And many of you have gone through significant challenges in your life. Some of you have been molested. Some of you have been through a ugly divorce or painful divorce, or you've been cheated on, or your spouse was abusive, or you had abortions or different things that are very painful things. Uh, but God has got you through and you've sustained and you are moving forward in victory. And so I thank you for doing so because that's exactly what we need to do. We're overcomers in Christ. And in this situation in our world right now where it seems crazy and there's so much injustice, just remember God is a God of justice. He sees all. He knows all. He's never left the throne of glory. He's never stepped down from the throne. He is in charge and it's a fixed fight. Lucifer is literally a fallen angel where God is the God of heaven and earth and he is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Um, and so once we understand who we are in Christ and what we're capable of doing, 
we can't get depressed or discouraged by seeing the things that are happening because the Bible told us all these things would happen. But what we can do, we can stand with one another. We can become, uh, you know, remnant warriors and prayer warriors and stand and fight back and be the resistance and, you know, occupy until he comes and really just be about the business of the Lord. So if we do those things, we are going to be set up for success and uh, we're going to accomplish our mission. And God obviously knew that we were going to be alive in this time. So it's not a mistake or, you know, nothing caught him by surprise. He knew everything that was going to happen. Some of you say, well, I'm in a bad marriage or, you know, I'm in a bad situation. Well, pray your way through it. And uh, if you want us to pray with you, let us know. We will. That's what we're here for. We're not going to judge you. We're not going to condemn you. I want to spend the last few minutes in of the show today just because I have a dear friend and uh, this other Christian broadcaster has just been attacking her. And I tell you, I've seen this uh, multiple times lately. Uh, it happened with me. It's happened with me for years. I call it, quote, unquote, friendly fire. I was down there at the river talking to one of the pastors down there, and I, I, was, I was using the term friendly fire, and he looked at me and he said, Todd, you know, it's really not friendly fire. He said, it's not friendly fire because they're attacking. It's They're not friendly. And I said, you know, that's a good point. It really isn't. You know, we call it friendly fire because it's coming from the Christian community. But it's not friendly. And what is the uh, what what is the motive behind it? And what is the spirit behind it? Because do, does, do you wake up in the morning and does God put it on your heart to just be a heresy hunter and start attacking other believers? No. No. So the, there's an issue. And uh, people are, look, you know, I just tell people, obviously there's a protocol in the Bible. And it does say to go to the person if you have an issue. And then if it can't be resolved, then go to the elders. And if that can't be resolved, then go to the church. And I get it. And, and that's, that's, that's fine. It is, there is a time to publicly rebuke. There is a time to publicly warn. Uh, but it's definitely not what's happening with a lot of these people that are just on these podcasts and broadcasts and you know these influencer people that probably aren't accountable themselves. Let's just be honest. And I've seen situation after situation where they never came to me. And all of a sudden, they're publicly defaming me and publicly smearing me. And there's, it's nothing different, really, than what the mainstream corporate media is doing. Yet it's coming from our own side. And why? What is the motive? Again, what's the spirit behind it? Like, if I did something, you know, I'm, I'm an accountable person. Come to me. Come to me. And if you don't want to just speak to me and we can't resolve it, you know, I'm, I'm happy to repent if I've done something wrong. Uh, but, you know, if, if I didn't, you know, you're, you're not satisfied with my response and we have a conversation, let's go to the elders. And let's take it there and let's see what they say. And let's go to, you know, let's go to the word of God. Uh, but but the, the, the level of attack in the Christian community and in the conservative movement, too, is ridiculous. And it's got to stop because while we're sitting here infighting, the enemy is continuing to advance and uh, push their Marxist communist agenda and their godless agenda. And, you know, we just we, we've got to be a unified front, ladies and gentlemen, as the church. And so look for these people that are causing division. And, and, you know, get out from among them, you know, um, a lot of them are wolves in sheep's clothing. And, uh, you know, for me, it's like, I just pick and choose my battles. And I say to myself, is it really worth me starting this today? Is it really worth me, uh, getting into this fight right now when I'm already in this major battle for our nation, for the soul of the nation? It says it right on Biden's bus for the soul of the nation. Literally. I mean, is it worth it? I don't think so. I mean, I'd rather fight for the soul of the nation than fight some other Christian that probably means well, but maybe said one or two things wrong or whatever. Good, good. All right, you know what? Hopefully the Holy Spirit's going to speak to them. And again, I'm pretty vocal. So like if I see the person, I'll probably bring it up. Like some of the people on the tours that I'm on, I go right up to them and I say, hey, I hear that you're, you know, you're saying Trump's going to come back. Um, you know, and I'm not talking about the prophets that have prophetically um, you know, said this because I do trust the prophets, uh, not all the prophets, but the real prophets. But I'm talking about some of these people that are just, you know, blatantly sharing misinformation, false information and deceiving many of the saints of God. And it's very egregious. And many I mean, I tune in sometimes just to see what they're saying. And it's amazing. to me. It's like thousands of people on this broadcast and they've, they've kind of like little mini celebrities and they're getting all this money. And I think, what are these people even doing other than bloviating and making up a bunch of lies and spreading false information? And people are sending them money. It's amazing the world that we're in right now. So we've got to pray for discernment. Discernment is key. Test the spirits. And, you know, if, if people are giving hopium and, and saying that they have some source somewhere, listen, I'm telling you right now, we have direct connections, direct connections to the former administration, to the Trump administration. And I am not hearing any of these things being spoke by these people. Now, are they fighting for election integrity? Yes. Are guys like Mike Lindell out there, you know, sharing a bunch of things that happened in 2020? Yes. Do we know something happened? Absolutely. Obviously. I mean, anybody with common sense knows that. Am I backing down? No. Am I holding the line? Yes. Do I trust the prophets? Yes. 
But I also think we've got to be careful with some of these phonies that are out there uh, that are that are sitting there pointing fingers at others and heresy hunters and are basically saying everything's, you know, crazy conspiracy. You know, those people are just as harmful. Some of the people on the left, let's just be honest, because they're misleading the saints of God. and, And some of them are attacking amazing people of God that are in this fight. And they're doing it out of order from a biblical standpoint. They're, they're doing the same thing that people in the world do where they defame. They're defaming. They're defaming people of God. So stop it. And uh, if you're listening to those people, I would highly encourage you to test the spirits. I always tell you, do the same thing with me. Test the spirits. You know, go before the Lord. Is this guy legit? Does he have the right heart? I know some of you guys, you write me and you say, why do you do commercials? And, you know, why are you trying to raise money? Well, you know, if I didn't do that, I'm just going to be real with you because I'm a very straight shooter. Then I wouldn't be on the air. And the show would just not be on the air. That's it. You would just, there would be no more Todd Coconato. You wouldn't hear about from me. I'd have to go get a regular job and I couldn't be fighting and in this battle. And uh, thousands of people are being affected by, you know, what we're doing here because we're actually doing, we're not just saying, we're not just on the air. This isn't it. If like this was the whole ministry and I was just on the air, I mean, I'm sure some people would be affected and I know it's a blessing uh, to some people. Thank God. Praise God. That's only through the Holy Spirit. That's not me. What I'm saying is we're when we're off the air, we're doing way more than we're doing on the air. And I'm not trying to make fun of some of these people, but it's just like they'll just come on and do a stream and, and ask for money. And they're, you know, they're that's it. And then they get off and they just live their life and they're, they're not really doing anything. I mean, I guess they're encouraging some people and things like that. But, you know, you just got to think about like who's actually making an impact out there, you know, and, and there's many people. I mean, there's so many organizations, guys like Brad Dacus and Matt Staver and, you know, some of these people that are in this fight. You know, um, you know, a lot of these activists and, and organizations um, that are really out there doing stuff. But again, um, you know, we got to test the spirits and you know them by their fruit. And we are in this fight all the way, 100 percent. And we're not going to back down. We're not going to grow weary and doing good. I am going to take a vacation, though, because I need one. Uh, and we will be back next week. And I thank you guys for your communications and, you know, just your love and just the fact that you care about me and. You know, you you really you are the ones that that make it worth it, you know, for me. And, uh, you know, we get tired sometimes, but the Bible says don't grow weary and doing good. Rodney Howard Brown actually said, don't ever say you're tired. And he's right. (laughs) He's right. I should never say that because I'm not I'm not weary. I'm not beat down. I'm actually um, hopeful and I'm actually encouraged at what I'm seeing. And if I could tell you the things that we're seeing and people getting healed and set free and coming to Christ everywhere we go and it's accelerating and I believe the revival is accelerating and it's going to go all around the world and we're on the cusp of the greatest revival in the history of the world right before the Lord returns. And so it's a very, very exciting time to be alive. So whatever you do, whatever you do, saint of God, don't grow weary in doing good. Stand on the promise of God, which is yes and amen, hope in a future. Go enjoy your time with your family. Try not to argue I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for God and what he's doing in our life. And uh, I know that, you know, people say I'm crazy for saying this, but I truly believe that the best is yet to come. God is good. He's with us even until the end of the age. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. And we will win this battle in the name of Jesus Christ. And we will take the territory And we will enter the promised land in 2022. I believe it's coming. Hallelujah. Shout it from the rooftops. God bless you guys. Thank you for tuning in. I'll be back soon.